everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sassin Nosh with Alex and Kim. I am the Kim. And I am Alex. Welcome from Kumeyaay Territory. Coming to you from Kumeyaay Territory, we have a very interesting and important conversation that we're going to have today. We're going to talk about meditation. And why it's important. And why it's important. And we're going to talk about some struggles. There's always a struggle. This is the struggle podcast. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so stay tuned, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so Alex. Yes. I, I have a question for you. So I have had many times over the course of my life received the benefit of meditation, whether I meant to or not. <laughs> And I now know that meditation, there's lots of different ways that this meditation happens. Things that we don't think is meditation is meditation. So, um, but here's what it is. So I, I'm a how-to person. I always struggle with the how-to. Well, how do I do this? Because so much of my acculturation is about the doing and sometimes not so much about the being. And I really want to access meditation for a number of reasons, but here's the thing. I can't fucking sit still to save my life. And when I sit down for a minute, the monkey mind goes berserk and I feel like a failure. I'm failing at meditation, which is literally just sitting there, right? <laughs> it can be. <laughs> so, Alex, so can we talk about med meditation? And I think my specific question for you is since this is Disability Awareness Month is, is about accessibility. Like, I feel like we have a lot of misinformation about meditation. I think that it, in our Instagram world and our pay a buck, get a buck, you know, commodification, colonial settler capitalism world, I feel like we have a lot of missing misconceptions about meditation and that makes it inaccessible to us. So I was just wondering if you would talk about meditation and your experiences out in the world of meditation as a teacher, as a teacher and as a practitioner and as a coach. Thank you. Those are big issues. <laughs> it's so a tiny podcast with big issues. <laughs> so I, I wanted to address something that I saw fairly recently on Instagram where a yoga teacher said, meditation one-on-one, -on -one, you sit on the floor and you close your eyes and that's it. And I take issue with that. And I take issue with that because if it were that simple, then everybody could do it the moment they sat down on the floor but it's not accessible to so many people for so many reasons. One of the reasons is a lot of people can't get down to the floor. And what does sitting on the floor have to do with anything anyway? So what meditation is, depending on the type of meditation you're doing, because there are many different types for many different types of people, you just have to find your method. There's mindfulness, there's transcendental, there's many other types. So to, to boil it all down to just sitting is, is, not, is disingenuous to me. And 
And quite frankly, to reach a meditative state, you really need to go back to your intention. What is your intention with doing a meditation? Because there are a lot of benefits. Um, some of the benefits that you can quiet your mind, you can quiet your anxiety, you can lower your blood pressure, you can find more ease in the world, and you can find more ease also in relationships. It's taking you down and slowing you down enough so you don't get in your own way. If when I when I look at, at people walking on the sidewalks, some people you see them coming and they're Tasmanian devils of energy. <laughs> I know those people. Yeah, they're hot messes, stuff's dropping, they're forgetting this. And that part of that is that they're not able to slow down enough. Mm -hmm. pay attention to what's going on in their environment and is that how you want to show up in life and you can say yes and then that's fine but wouldn't it be better if you took a breath and you mindfully did did and went about your life in in a way that was more organic to your environment mm -hmm. now some of us are in a crazy environment where we're householders and you have a crazy business or whatnot and you need to be in that crazy energy but at what point does your mind and body get to settle and to process it it's really sad if the only time you allow yourself to process is in sleep time so meditation is kind of like a mini reset for the whole system. And it's it's remarkable on how it can rejuvenate your energy and your mind. So, so uh, well, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, so so I'm I'm like as I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about my own experience like with the sit your ass down, cross your legs and close your eyes. But also, you know, I mean, I, you know, I practice yoga and I love to be outside. Um, there's somebody I follow on social media who just, just for a moment guy. Um, so what I'm hearing is, you know, meditation is a word, but it's kind of like an umbrella of process and practice to bring you into a, into presence in a given moment for a specific intention. And, and I'll give you an example. So like, um, like I, I have, I'm managing this huge project at work and over the last couple of weeks, it's just been like escalating in terms of stress and um, have to manage all these big personalities and a tight timeline and very small budget and all of these things are happening. And there's this one particular day where I felt like every second that I took a breath, my stress level was escalating and the noise in my head was louder. And, you know, and it was like, I, you know, I couldn't get the computer to work and I fell down the stairs and I dropped my cup of coffee and broke my favorite mug. And it was like all of these things. And I could just feel like I was heading for a breakdown and, and unnatural to me, natural to me would have been to throw the mug on the floor and just have like this utter temper tantrum. But in this one moment, I reckon I was like, oh girl. And so I literally, I sat down on the floor, not in the spilled coffee, but close to it. I literally, I just sat down on the floor and I was just like, you need to just stop. 
And there was, it was literally, my intent was literally to do nothing, but just stop. And I sat down on the floor holding my broken coffee mug and I sat up straight and I just took like five deep. It wasn't even, it was only a couple minutes, but it was like, so that's like, that was meditation to me. That's meditation. Yes, it is. Right. And, and it was like, and then there's the other kind where it's like, um, I like the, I like the transcendental stuff where you get to go visiting out, out there in the world. And that's like a whole different process. And I think, um, and I'm glad we're talking about this because I know before I came into this and even the same thing with yoga, you know, back when I had a younger, more pliable body that moved way differently and was shaped way differently than it is. I loved yoga and yoga was really accessible to me because I had my whole body and I could get there. But as things have shifted and changed, it's like, oh, well, I can't do yoga because I'm not the tall, skinny blonde lady at the gym who can put her ankle behind her head. And so I've kind of, you know, I mean, I had to just jump in and be brave to learn that yoga is different than that. And it's likewise, um, with meditation, it was just kind of like, there's, there's like this whole facade out there in the world of meditation. Yes. A giant smoke screen of illusions. Mm -hmm. And, and the thing is, however you get there to take that, to be able to calm yourself in that moment of utter chaos, to be able to breathe and to be conscious of yourself is a beautiful moment. And I can't say enough of how important it is to mindfully pay attention to yourself as a spirit having a human experience. Mm -hmm. And mindfulness comes with a little bit of reparenting yourself of saying, wow, I'm having a really tough day. Mm -hmm. Where is this self-compassion here? I mean, some days just crap hits the ceiling and it's all over. And to be able to take just a moment to yourself and say, oh my God, my little human body right now is taking a beating. Can I bring some love into this space and into this time? And let's talk about that for a second, because this is a key thing that I think is keeps meditation from being accessible to people, but this is like a whole different reason, right? So that is an uncomfortable space to be in. Yeah. Just to A, to just stop what you're doing in the middle of chaos and destruction that's going on in your life because you have a deadline to literally choose to say, I'm stopping right now. I know my boss is waiting for me to answer this email right now. Everybody's logged into the Zoom meeting, but to say, I'm choosing right now to sit my ass down right here and literally do nothing for a minute. I mean, it's like you're pushing against this, in, this enormous paradigm. Not only that, but the way we're cultured to be distracted and not deal with our shit and not be in that quiet space with all of these things that make us comfortable because that quiet space is when you're having a, an adult size meltdown and you sit down and get quiet what comes up first isn't gonna, unless you practice, what comes up first isn't gonna be that, hey, what do you need right now? It's gonna be, you have so many things to do and what are you doing? You're sitting here on the floor. 
what's your problem? You're failing, you know, like this, this whole, this whole, and you said this during your meditation class. Um, I heard this, <laughs> I tried to ignore it, Alex, but I heard it. But one of the things you said, because we were talking about, you know, having difficulty settling and sitting still and kind of following the breath and the monkey mind. And one of the things you had said was just ask yourself if you're having difficulty settling, and if you're having difficulty staying with the practice in that moment, ask yourself what it is you don't want to look at. <laughs> and that's kind of the thing, right? It's like, it's like, it, it's like if you, you, you can pay hundreds of thousands of dollars and have multiple teachers to teach you how to yeah. And you will, especially with a lot of these new programs coming out. Right. The, you know, the apps that you subscribe for $400 a month or some shit like that to have, you know, some random voice talk to you and guide you through meditation. You can spend all the money you want on all the teachers that you want, but if you don't do your own fucking work, because you're the one that's actually sitting down there in that moment of presence, they're not there with you. No, they're not there processing the information inside. That's you. And if you're not willing to do that, you might as well just drive down the road, throwing wads of dollar bills out at people because that's all the good it's doing you. That's true. It's looking at those uncomfortable spaces and places within our own life, within our own minds. If I could give every Karen I've seen on social media a meditation class on how to be with your discomfort and your perceived grievance. I could change the world because you know what? We are all fallible humans and we make mistakes. And the sooner we can just sit with, oh my God, did I just say what I just said? Do I feel the way I feel? And just really be in that mud, in that huge, ugly shit pile. And then take a breath and say, you know what? Yes, I did something wrong or I did something bad. Forgive me. I would like to make things good. Mm -hmm. And to do that, this has been the thing. I've heard this from you. I've heard this from other teachers. It's about the non-judgment part. Yeah. Be in that space without judgment. And, and I have to say, I'm with such gratitude in the last few years of my life. Part of that is coming into my age as the deadly auntie, <laughs> you know, coming into that and the healing that I've been able to do within myself to be able to now look and be like, and to even just recognize where I have judgment about things. And so that's not to say that, you know, there's just, you, there's just not a light switch. All of this is a process that requires you just choosing it, right? I mean, right. Sitting and watching it, just really watching it. And, you know, it's funny, there's a fine line between judgment and discernment. Yes. And, you know, I, I, I dedicate a whole meditation to just sitting with that. What is a judgment? What is a discernment? And I invite all of our listeners to really start thinking critically of when you think you have a judgment, ask yourself, where, where is the line? Mm -hmm. For example, a difficult part for me 
in my practice is I have, um, I have toxic relatives and it's difficult for me to have conversations with them because they're always throwing shade and shame and all of those, those really, you know, unnecessary barbs in the conversation. They're always negative and oh, it's, it's a lot. So my judgment used to be, oh my God, such a pain in the ass. My discernment now is they're in a lot of pain. And the only way they can balance their pain is by throwing me this pain. So for this moment, while I'm in conversation with them, I will listen, I will not react. And this is not about me. They just need to degas whatever pain they have. And I need to sit here uncomfortable, but letting it just flow, letting it go, not hooking on to what they're trying to get me to engage in, which is a toxic behavior that will feed into their, their pain. Yeah. That's where the, and that's where that's a tool for your own understanding and growth right? To have that, to have that judgment versus discernment. I mean, that comes in handy everywhere. And like just the silent space. I like the meditation of letting the complaints go, go berserk. Yes. I I call that meditation, the parade of horribles, (laughs) the parade of horribles. It's really funny to me because I, you know what, I will complain about anything given the chance. (laughs) People ask me, it's just, people often ask me, Hey, Kim, um, why is, why is my phone ringing? Who's, who's calling me? People will say to me, it's just like, Hey, Kim, how's it going? It's like, Oh, can't complain, but probably well anyway. Oh, wow. But, but what's really hilarious to me is sitting in, you know, sitting and being quiet in the parade of horribles meditation. And it's really funny because I end up start laughing. Like it takes like four complaints and it's hilarious to me. And I literally can't do it. Yes. I literally can't, I can't, which is, it's just really funny to me because outside of meditation, I will bend your ear for the entire day to tell you what the problem is. <laughs> and you know, you're not unique in this. Whenever I teach this, this, this uh, meditation, so many 99% of the people run out of horribles. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Keep it going. You got more. There's, and I, just so that you can run on empty for a moment mm-hmm. of just being like, okay, so maybe shit's not so bad. Is there, so what is the opposite of that? Is there the parade of gratitude meditation? Yes, that is the parade of gratitude. And it's funny because getting under all those layers, if, if I really take people onto that, the, the very bottom of it, it's all about being present in this moment and the ability to breathe. And That's to be it. able to be this in this wonderful world. Mm-hmm. It's a privilege. It's a huge privilege. And that is the parade of gratitude. Do you have this moment I have to shout out to my guy on the interwebs for this, but this is exactly what we're talking about here. Um, 
I get my, I, it, I get my meditation in on TikTok. I have a one minute meditation from TikTok. Um, there's, there's a creator on there and he's a native guy, which it, it makes it especially like awesome. But he literally is like, I have a minute. I want to spend this minute with you. Take a deep breath, relax your, relax your stomach, let your shoulders drop, um, relax, release your shoulders, drop your tongue from the roof of your mouth just for a minute. And then he takes a deep breath. And then he says, just in this moment, no matter what is going on, the fact that you can sit here with me quietly taking a breath means you are okay. Everything is okay. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to worry about. And then he said, look around and look at three things that you're grateful for. And you see him do this. And then that's literally the end of it. And it's so beautiful because it's like, that's it. That's literally all you have to do. Just take a minute, take a minute to be in your own body. I also want to say, I've decided that there's something I learned from you, Alex, that is a meditation for me. You're really good about breath. You, you teach us a lot about breath, right? That whole, you know, that whole, it sounds like you're annoyed, deep breath. That. Yes. So once you explained in a yoga class, like what that does for your body, kind of the reset button that that does. So I've actually like make, make it a point, especially if I'm really stressed out to do that. And it's so funny because I call that like my, my like two second meditation because you have to, because it's a minute to pause and check in on your breath and to just, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I, I think, and I'm bringing that up because I, I think that's part of what we're talking about. And like what we talked about outside of this podcast around meditation is it's like, what you see on Instagram, I mean, sure, that's, that's a med that is a form of meditation, but let's not overlook what you've already got going for you. Yes. In your life. Good. Do we have any nosh today? I have a, I have a, I have an apple downstairs that's waiting for me. I love okay. apples. It's a honey It's a honey crisp. Ooh. The thing that's funny about honey crisp is apparently these are genetic anomalies. They're actually like some kind of a jacked up genetic mutant. Um, and they grow oddly. Like they're they're like misshapen apple. And I can't remember the full details of it, but they're not supposed to exist. They're they're like they're supposed to be like the freak of the apple fruit. And I have to tell you, I love me some honey crisp. Maybe because it's freaky. Yeah, how appropriate you should like it. Love <laughs> me some honey crisps, some honey crisp apples. So I'll, you know what? I'll have one for both of us, Alex. Thank you. Awesome. All right, let's wrap up this podcast. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sassin Nosh with Alex and Kim. I am the Kim. 
And I am Alex. Welcome from Kumeyaay Territory. With you from Kumeyaay Territory, we have a very interesting and important conversation that we're going to have today. We're going to talk about meditation. And why it's important. And why it's important. And we're going to talk about some struggles. There's always a struggle. This is the struggle podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so stay tuned, everybody. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>